My name is Dr. Jeffrey Burke. I'm a naturopath and a master herbalist and the host of the Staying Healthy Radio Show. My show airs Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. I bring you the best guests in the industry and the topics that are relevant for today's health. The shows stream live at 8 a.m. And for those of you that cannot listen live, my shows are now podcast daily for on-demand downloads at my webpage, drjeffreyburke.com. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer, now in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They're located at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Smith Shopping Center. Go in and see what a local retailer can do for you. Great selection, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products, and amazing prices. The hours of the store are Monday through Friday 9 to 7, Saturdays 9 to 6, and closed on Sunday. I'm looking forward to talking with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. I'm so glad you could join us today. I know we're just starting another week and hopefully it'll be a better week than last week and um, that was a better week than the week before and hopefully we're moving forward in a much healthier way. I know there's a lot going on and I know there's a lot of um, unknown going on out there right now so hopefully there'll be some resolution and we'll be able to kind of move forward and get back to some sense of Abbey normal, which I think a lot of us are hoping for. This is the staying healthy radio show. I'm here Monday through Friday, eight till nine in the morning. And of course, all of the shows are podcasts, so you could download any of them. They're always on demand at stay healthy health food stores, webpage, stay healthy, Las Vegas.com. Every day we talk about the pressing issues, the, the, things that everyone is talking about, the things we should be talking about, and maybe getting a little bit of resolution to some of the questions that we have, uh, I bring you the best guest in the industry. So you're able to really and truly start wondering to yourself um, exactly uh, what you need to do, maybe some ideas. And then if you take all the information, at least you're getting great information. You could make your decisions a lot better because just guessing might put you down an unhealthy road or an unsuccessful journey. And we don't want that. I think we've all done that enough over the years. Of course, I sent you to Stay Healthy Health Food Store every day because it makes great sense. Stay Healthy Health Food Store is Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. Loaded with great information, the most knowledgeable staff, the best customer service, great way to get your questions answered and have those great dialogues about health and nutrition and how it relates to you. Stay Healthy is a fully packed, full service environment. And those are hard to find today, especially when you can walk out thinking to yourself, that was such a great visit today. I feel much more balanced. I have my questions answered. You know, I can't wait to go back again. You take your friends and your coworkers. You take everybody there because that's what people do when you find a place that really works well with you and for you. Stay healthy. Located at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town & Country Center. You'll find them on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston right next to Smith's. Visit them Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. You can call them for mail order services and, you know, even to get your order prepared for you, so you can just swoop in and pick it up at 702-877-2494, 877-2494. 
Don't forget about their webpage. I did mention it where you can listen to any of the downloads of the radio shows, but you can also print coupons there to use in the store. And you can take the time to uh, enter your email address to start getting future information and newsletters every month. Uh, it's another great source of information. Remember, it's all about information and educating ourselves. Well, today we're going to be talking with Neil Levin. We're going to be talking about a little bit of everything. I know he's a very, very popular guest with you guys, and you send questions to me. So um, we're going to go ahead and do that today and hit some of these topics that you've been asking about. Let me give you uh, an amazing background on this wonderful guest. Neil is the nutrition education manager and a product formulator for the natural products manufacturer Now Foods. Neil is a board-certified clinical nutritionist who has a diplomat in advanced nutritional laboratory assessment. He's a professional member of the International American Associations of Clinical Nutritionists, serves on the Scientific Council of the Clinical Nutrition Certification Board. Neil is a director, program chair, and past president of the American Nutrition Association and serves on the Public Relations Committee of the American Herbal Products Association. His comments and articles are everywhere, published in magazines and newspapers. He contributes to scientific journals and has been featured in countless radio interviews and television news reports. And I think Neil's been with me now 12, maybe 11, 12 years now doing radio shows. So lots and lots of great information here on the show with Neil. You can find him at his blog, honestnutrition.com, and nowfoods.com. He tweets as Neil E. Levin, and on Facebook, you'll find him under Honest Nutrition. Help me welcome my guest. Hey, Neil. Hello. It's nice to be with you again. Oh, it's great to have you, too. How's the weather in your area? Eh, rainy, hot, humid. <laughs> well, we've got the hot here. Uh we had some humidity. We had some rain. I actually got more rain in two days than I probably had in two years, about wow. a week and a half, two weeks ago. I couldn't believe it. And I'm telling you, it was raining hard, sideways, coming from all angles. And, you know, after it kind of blew over, you know, you kind of realize how much you need it. Oh, we, we know we need it. It's just, you know, inconvenient when it comes all at once or, you know, you have power outages or, you know, all the other issues that come with it, the flooding. Really, really true. Um, I have some great questions for you, and I think you're going to find these to be kind of fun because I, I think people really, you know, respect your answers. And I think there's still a lot of uh, really unknown things going on out there right now. And I think it's got a lot of people really confused. So um, how do you feel about answering some questions? Okay. Sure. I, I do it all day long. Why not? I know you do. Um, this is a question. It says, you know, I've been taking things like elderberry and zinc and vitamin D and stuff uh, since the beginning of the pandemic. Um, I know we're getting ready to start going into the fall winter weather, and I'm thinking about just continuing to stay on all of this. I have taken my vaccine because they were requiring it work, um, and I'm going to be in the midst of a lot of people because I'm in retail and uh, questioning the whole idea about just staying on it. Do I need to take a break? They're basically just basic supplements. I just wasn't sure about the availability of staying on things like elderberry and stuff like that. Well, I mean, elderberry is fine. I mean, it's like doing fruit. So uh, the advantage of elderberry is it has the polyphenols, the uh, antioxidant-type compounds that are in uh, fruits. And 
antioxidant signaling is one of the ways that a virus senses its environment and decides how aggressive to be. So the way a virus acts in our body partially depends on our immune system, but it partially depends on how weak the virus senses we are based on what's called oxidative stress or lack of antioxidants. And elderberry happens to provide some antioxidants that strengthen the cells in our bodies where it's harder for a virus to grab a hold and get in there. That's a basic competence of nutrition and the immune system. So having antioxidants in a variety, not just one, but zinc is an antioxidant, uh, elderberry has antioxidant properties, it's not labeled as an antioxidant because of federal restrictions, li limiting that term to vitamins and minerals only, even though there are many <laughs> substances that have antioxidant properties in the medical and scientific literature, including elderberry. But uh, you, won't, you shouldn't see the term antioxidant on the label, but in fact, that is what it does in the body. And uh, having enough antioxidants is one way of providing the immune system with an extra layer of defense in actually making the virus less aggressive in the body, less prone to attack your cells. Uh, you know, it's it kind of like, why bother if the cells are that strong because they're reinforced with antioxidants? You know, there's other nutrients. You mentioned vitamin D. And vitamin D has a role in actually making immune cells stronger and more powerful and upgrading their weaponry. So if you want your immune system to be able to do what it's intended to do by nature, which is to seek out and new life forms and, and get rid of them if they don't belong there, then you need vitamin D to have appropriate weaponry in the immune system to be able to do that. Uh, by the way, the immune system also uses oxidation, the opposite of antioxidants, as a weapon, kind of like a hand grenade or a bomb to destroy. And the uh, body also uses oxidation as one of its demolition tools. If there's damaged tissue, it needs to clean it up and re replace it. The first step is using oxidation, kind of like a damaged building might be blown up and, and taken down so it, all the pieces can be safely removed. Uh, the body's doing the same thing in the immune system and blowing up the debris into smaller pieces that it can more easily deal with and one of the weapons it uses is oxidation. Now, of course, we need the proper internal controls to be able to prevent that oxidation from going overboard. You don't want too big of an explosion. You don't want too much tissue being destroyed. Uh, you want what the target being attacked only. And it, the body actually uses antioxidants as part of that control system. Mm -hmm. So, you know, antioxidants have a wide role in the body. Uh, it, they also protect tissues like collagen, breaks down if you don't have enough antioxidants like vitamin C, for example, to protect it. And so you know, there, there's so many roles for antioxidants. Detoxification in the liver is, is partially done with antioxidants. So uh, you have a, a wide range of protective uh, functions in the body by antioxidants. 
I, I actually will put uh, elderberry concentrate liquid in my fruit juice when I have fruit juice and spike it with that. So huh. if I'm having orange juice or grape juice or uh, cherry juice or something, I'll, I'll spike a little elderberry concentrate in there just for general purposes. You know, I, I think a lot of people just, it, it's just been such a topsy-turvy world for a while and tons and tons of, of misinformation. And I think that's really just confused a lot of people. So I appreciate this because I have some other questions kind of in the same department. And it seems like there's just a ton of confusion. I'm sure you see it as well in the stuff that you're doing. I am. And, and certainly restrictions on being able to use scientific terminology for products and labels yeah. doesn't make this any easier. No, it doesn't. You know, I really should not be using the term antioxidant to refer to elderberry, even though that's clearly what it does in the body because of the restriction on labeling from the FDA. Uh, and I'm, I'm kind of going a little beyond the pale there by doing that, uh, just to make it more easy to understand. And I'll often use terms like antioxidant type effects just to avoid directly saying it. But, you know, it's illogical to say that something that, uh, uh, you know, a, a fruit product does in the body is not legal to put on a on a supplement label. Uh, you know, when they talk about supplements being unregulated, this is one example of how false that oh yeah allegation is. Are we allowed to use the word in the terminology free radical scavenger? Yes, that's not restricted in the same way as the term antioxidant. I get it. We have to use for vitamins and minerals that have RDAs and daily values, and not for other substances on a label. So pycnogenol, pine bark extract, grapeseed extract, alpha-lipoic acid, named in scientific papers as the universal antioxidant, you can't actually use that term legally on a label today. So the government somehow restricts this for what? It doesn't protect the public. I don't see why they do it, but, you know, we have to obey the government at some point if we're putting out products. We don't want to run afoul of them in labeling. But if I'm describing a product and I want to talk about science, I will often make a distinction. Here's what it says in scientific papers. Here's what we say on a label. Because they're sometimes different things. And it, you know, it makes no sense to me why. But some government agencies have decided that's the way it has to be. All right. Thank you. Um, second question. It says... Jeff, I use a lot of products from Now Foods. I've been very happy with them for a long time. Been listening to you and Neil for a while. Um, I was wondering, the next time he's on, could you have him talk about an issue that I'm seeing a lot of with my friends and coworkers, uh, how so many people today are more anxious and mildly or moderately depressed over the last year? And I know most of us don't want to run and take an antidepressant, but maybe there were some natural things that might lift our spirits a bit. Well, of course, disruption to our normal routines, to our lifestyles, to our interactions with people is going to be stressful. And, uh, you know, working for, I, I'm working from home most days. I'm starting to go into the office one day a week now. But, you know, for a year and a half, it's been uh, maybe four times I've been in the office, something like that, to get supplies or uh, pick up mail or, or things like that. I uh, have my computer work done by someone in IT. You know, so very, very limited. 
so you know that that does cause stress. Uh, what's your working mm-hmm. environment like at home? You know, there's some employees who uh, find it easier to go to the office and get away from what's at home. They have better equipment and uh, better office if they go into a workplace versus home. Sometimes there's distractions at home from people, pets, whatever is going on there. Uh, and then, of course, there's all the fears with the pandemic, whether you know, the restrictions are going too far or not enough or if they need to last longer or they're lasting too long. And nobody likes wearing masks, frankly, unless you're a superhero or something and <laughs> you got the right mask. But, you know, it is disruptive to our lifestyles. This is not the way we were acting before uh, early 2020. So everything's different, and even kind of tentatively trying to reopen and go back to work and restrictions on vaccinations and things, you know, there's a lot of stress. People, A lot of people have lost their jobs or had restrictions or... Uh, something that impacts women in this country more than men is having to provide child care if schools are closed. So uh, a lot more women than men have lost their jobs during this pandemic, by the way. You know, so this is something that kind of affects them a lot more in some ways than most men. Uh, so, you know, that affects relationships and everything else. I, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. I'm just kind of trying to encapsulate some of the factors involved in creating these extraordinary stresses on society and on individuals and families. And trying to find ways of coping with that is very important. You have to try to find your center. Uh, One thing I always do when I'm stressed is take a deep breath and, and just tell myself to calm down, relax, just take a moment. And find that center. Uh, so the hardest time for me is I'll wake up from a dream that's you know, claustrophobic or something, and I'm kind of in a panicky mode, and trying to calm down. You know, and I might do some kava or some herb to do that. Some magnesium might help. I have uh, magnesium cell salts. I have magnesium supplements uh, to try to calm myself at times. And you know, just take a breath and. Calm yourself, center, before you have to do anything. Is anything that urgent that you can't take a moment and just take a breath, calm down, feel feel your pulse rate slow down before you do something? You know, that's the old thing, count to ten. Yeah, you know, it's really yeah. based on the same thing. Mm-hmm, you know, if you're mm-hmm. upset, count to ten, and, and, and things will seem a little better. So, you know, yes, there are nutritional, biochemical ways of doing that, but one of them is simply to catch your breath, take stock of where you are, say whatever this is, it will pass. You know, everything, like like the the musician Jewel said, everything changes if you wait long enough. So, Mm -hmm. you know, give it a moment. It will change. You'll feel a little different, you know, whatever is going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you look at your... You know, what you're doing to relax, your, your physical biofeedback things, your nutritional things. Uh, you know, you're not going to be relaxed if you're not well-nourished. You're not going to be relaxed if you don't take time to 
center yourself, to calm down, to find something that relaxes you? Is it changing your mindset by doing a, a crossword puzzle or knitting or uh, doing a craft or a hobby or something? You know, there must be something that, that focuses, you, focuses you on something else and takes your mind off of that. And, you know, there are nutritional aids to reduce stress. There's your reloras and your holy basils and uh, valerian and these amino acids that you can take uh, that are calming, uh, CBD, you know, so many things. But before you worry about which ones to take, take a moment for yourself. Mm-hmm. How would you address what's happening with the children today? Well, children are very sensitive to their environment, and uh, the restrictions on on school closures and and whether to wear masks and separation and things are very hard on children. And so many children have been pulled out of school, as as we discussed earlier, uh, which disrupts them and and turns the parents into their their homeschool teachers which a lot of parents are not good at or prepared for. Uh, they're really anxious to have the kids go back to school in general. Not always, but in general. Mm-hmm. And the, the relationship between children is also disrupted because now they have to be a little suspicious of the other children. You know, oh, that one doesn't wear a mask. That one didn't wash properly. That one's coughing. Whatever the issue is, uh there's more separation. The children are not playing together as freely and uh, with as much of the normal trust, whether it's justified or not, the, the normal level of trust that occurs between kids where they can get together. And so they're, they're kind of having to reintegrate themselves into school and, and society. Uh, their socialization has been impacted and, in fact, in many cases set back. Uh, by this pandemic and the behaviors that are required by the pandemic. Uh, Whether you agree with the restrictions or not, they're designed to help protect the kids. And remember, kids younger than 12 still are not able to get vaccinated, though in general they have a strong immune system. But that doesn't mean every kid is protected. Right. So you want to make sure they're well-nourished. You want to make sure they have antioxidants and a balanced diet, Uh, you know, giving them some vitamin C. Z or, or zinc, not, not to excess, but, you know, to make sure they hit their minimum. Uh, a multivitamin is a great idea for children. Watch your gummies, though, because gummies tend to put only the good-tasting vitamins in and minerals, so they might not have so much zinc or, or some of the other things that they need. They might not have all the required vitamins and minerals because they don't all taste good. So uh, gummies tend to be low strength and sometimes missing essential nutrients. So look again if you have a label and make sure that it it has something equivalent to a normal multivitamin and not some stripped-down version that tastes like candy. Well, that's... The thing is, you know, you, I, I was laughing about this one day. I was talking about... I was at the pharmacy picking up a prescription for a friend... And the lady in front of me was picking up this liquid liquid medicine for her child, 
And he said, strawberry, banana, or bubble gum. And she said, I'm sorry. He goes, what flavor do you want added to this? And she said, do we need to add a flavor? He says, well, they won't take it usually without a flavor. And I just thought to myself, that's probably true. Uh, that may be. You know, when, when we're talking about, uh, for example, the side effects of, of supplements, and one of the ones that comes up is the licorice, that it can raise blood pressure. And when I look at the medical literature for that, because I'm the kind of geek that does that, <laughs> you know, most most clinicians and practitioners do not, by the way. Uh, when I look at the actual literature, there are really no cases on record of someone taking licorice supplements and getting high blood pressure because it takes about 20 capsules a day to get that. And nobody in their right mind is doing that. No. But the way they're getting it, there's two ways that, they're getting the high levels of the compound uh, that raises blood pressure. One is by eating licorice candy or having licorice tea obsessively, like continuously all day. And the other is a, a pharmacist flavoring a kid's liquid formula and adding mm -hmm. way too much of the concentrate flavoring that has the same property that could raise blood pressure. So uh. people taking supplements are worried and they're taking this deglycerized licorice, which we sell too, I, I know, but because there's a demand and people think they need it, but in reality, licorice is an adaptogen. It doesn't automatically raise blood pressure. You have to really overdose on it to do that. And there's really... Uh, very scarce evidence that it's ever happened with someone taking a regular supplement in the medical literature. Huh. You know, I, somebody just chimed in right now. They go, thank you for touching on this because there's so much stuff going on in the world out there. I think a lot of us are, like you said, Jeff, just really confused. Um, she said, while you're at it, and I know that you maybe have a list of things you're talking about, could you talk about sleep? It seems like I have not slept in a year. Well, you need sleep to recover. I mean, uh, it's interesting because uh, in our professional line, we actually have a formula that combines melatonin and tryptophan and some other things for the gut. And people don't realize that most of your uh, serotonin, which is made from tryptophan in the body, and uh converts into 5-HTP, which, which is the precursor of serotonin, and serotonin is the precursor of melatonin. So what you need for anti-stress, for relaxing, and for sleep is produced from an essential amino acid, tryptophan, which, by the way, is missing in collagen. Collagen is not complete protein. It is protein, but it's not complete protein. So you're not going to get those relaxing neurotransmitters from collagen, you need to get that from other protein or from amino acids. Uh, either take tryptophan or 5-HTP typically to get it. Uh, and essential amino acids will include tryptophan because that's an essential amino acid that we need to make these things. And that's one of the reasons why collagen is not a complete amino acid and uh, source. And so it has some very important roles. It's the major protein in the body. 
but it is not complete protein. And most people don't realize that. All this push for collagen is ignoring that you need other amino acids, you need other proteins. It's not complete, like eating uh, whey protein or soy protein or something like that. But you need these relaxing neurotransmitters to shut down and have your repair processes go on at night. Some of those repair processes are this debriefing going on in the brain that we call dreaming. And some of it is just shutting down things that and, and allowing the repair processes to happen at the right time. And most of the serotonin and melatonin made in our bodies is made in the gut by gut bacteria. So you need probiotics or it's not going to work. And you're going to make a lot of these, and and there's gut bacteria that make tons of GABA, one of the other relaxing amino acids that people are always concerned about and very popular to help relax, calm, and and help you sleep. Uh, so you need good good gut bacteria. You need gut good gut health. And in fact, they actually treat medically certain digestive disorders uh, like irritable bowel type things with antidepressants. So there's a role in these inhibitory or relaxing or sedatory amino acids on the way that the cycles in the body work. And the ultimate example of that is melatonin, which probably everyone has heard since the mid-90s that it works on jet lag and sleep cycles, which it does. But it's also considered an antioxidant. Again, you won't see that term on labels because of government restrictions, but in medical literature it is considered an antioxidant, a protective substance. But one of the cycles that serotonin and melatonin control is when are you making stomach acid and when is the stomach lining being maintained and repaired. Uh, same with the gut lining, same with the lung lining. Uh, same with the back of the eyes. Some of these areas require the cells to be replaced every five to seven days. This energy-intensive, nutrient-intensive process requires vitamin A and all these other antioxidants, collagen, all these other things are required for this. And we need the energetics to happen, but we also need the shutdown of other processes that allow these repairs to happen. And that's what serotonin and melatonin do, not only in the brain, but also in the digestive tract. So if you can't sh shut off your stomach acid production, there's something wrong with the timing. And one of the possibilities to look at is, do I need some tryptophan or 5-HTP or melatonin or some combination to actually shut down these processes and so I don't have this pain or discomfort or whatever when I'm trying to sleep. But sleep is very important for uh, a time when your body can rest and relax and recover. And uh, an analogy I like to make is that people think that exercise builds muscle and exercise actually stresses and breaks down muscle. It's the nutrition as a response to exercise that allows the body to rebuild stronger. And if you look at an athlete, look at a baseball pitcher and their pitching arm, the bone and the muscle are both much thicker than normal on the other arm or on people who aren't pitchers. 
And that's a prime example that's commonly used of how the body adapts to the stresses of exercise. First, there's a stress on the muscle, and if you have the proper nutrition, the muscle will rebuild itself and adapt and uh, become stronger because of the nutritional response to the exercise stresses. And in the same way, we need to sleep so that our body can recover and rebuild and have all these uh, maintenance and housekeeping things going on when you're not actually using these parts. It's like you're not going to be rebuilding a highway at rush hour if if you can avoid it. You're going to do it on the evening and, and middle of the night, you know, that kind of time when there's less activity. In the same way, your body's trying to do that. Mm-hmm. So you need to de-stress. You need to sleep to be able for this to happen. This is an interesting question. Thank you for that, Neil. I appreciate it. It says, for the longest time, it seems that vitamin C was my go-to for everything. And then all these new things came out with bells and whistles. And I actually just realized that I'm not even taking hardly any vitamin C anymore. If I'm using a lot of protective products and things for the immune system, do we still need vitamin C? I thought you'd love this question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've actually been lecturing on vitamin C since about 2004. Uh, I had one called Human Guinea Pigs, Pathways of Vitamin C Absorption back then. I did it at the National Trade Show. But uh, it, I think... You do. I I actually take vitamin C 1,000 twice a day as part of my basic regimen, which I used to do once a day. Uh, But due to the pandemic and and the concerns, I I increased it. Vitamin C is needed to make collagen in the body. Vitamin C is needed for the immune system. Vitamin C is needed for detoxification. And the half-life of vitamin C in circulation in the serum is about 30 minutes, which means whatever you have circulating right now, if you don't take any more, it's going to cut in half in 30 minutes and then another half in 30 minutes and then another half, uh, you know, going closer and closer to zero over time. Now, the saving grace in the human body is that we can recycle vitamin C that's been oxidized using other antioxidants. And that's where the term antioxidant really kicks in because an oxidation and antioxidants are kind of like electrical charges. There's an electrical component to these, just like there is in our bodies. And just as a flow of electricity through wire is a flow of electrons going in one way or two ways, depending on whether it's direct current or alternating current, we in our bodies are using vitamin C to stop a chain reaction where an oxidative cell is going to pull an electron out of a regular cell and damage that cell, by the way. Uh, And it becomes a chain reaction, almost like a spark that turns into a a blade. Uh, But it's more like an electrical charge that's turning into a, a stream. And... What stops that is an antioxidant because antioxidants have extra electrons. They can donate and quench or stop that short circuit that's destroying cell after cell as electrons are being ripped from cells to stop these oxidative cells. 
And so that damage is one of the things that the virus is looking for in the body, by the way, to go back to what we talked about earlier. So antioxidants have the unique ability to support each other to turn oxidized forms into reduced or unoxidized forms, to uh, stop these, these chain reactions that are destroying cells in a stream and uh, a chain reaction. Okay. Uh, so it's actually, they're very protective. Vitamin C is your basic antioxidant in the body. Uh, most mammals are going to make their own. And if you look at a dog or cat, something about that size, uh, they're going to make something like 10, 15 grams of vitamin C a day on a, a small pet like that. Uh, humans don't have the ability, higher primates, uh, fruit-eating bats, and guinea pigs. There's about 20 species of mammals that do not have the ability to synthesize vitamin C in our livers from blood sugar which is the normal way it's done. We're missing one enzyme in the liver, and I know scientists are looking at ways to restore that using genetic engineering or uh, even nutrients, if there's some way to restore that last enzyme and make our own vitamin C. Short of that, we need vitamin C and we need other antioxidants to support the vitamin C. Our ability to recycle vitamin C with other antioxidants is the reason why humans have survived, and, and these other mammals I mentioned, uh, despite the inability to synthesize our own vitamin C, as most mammals can do. Hmm. You know, I, I we have kind of pushed things to the side these days, because, you know, some of the old, I call them standby basic necessary nutrients, have changed dramatically. And I think that, you know, we have new blends, we have new combinations. What we have today are things that we might never have even thought about having 20, 30 years ago. You know, so people do go for the redder, riper, bigger, newer. And other things get left on the back burner. So I think we're all kind of guilty of that. Human nature, maybe. Right. You don't, you want to, you don't want to ignore the basics. Right. And, you know, that's actually something I, I take to heart because, uh, I just did a training in Nashville last week for uh, a, a chain of stores there that, uh, and and the was, half of it was about quality and essential oil safety and that kind of thing, but the other was on the other half was on why do people need to take a multivitamin if they have a good diet? And it turns out that almost everyone does not get enough vitamin D. Almost everyone does not get enough vitamin C or vitamin E in the diet. The uh, amount on labels that tell you how many nutrients are in there are often built from standardized food tables that do not necessarily represent the foods in the product. Mm. Uh, For example, uh, if, if they made a food table saying how much magnesium is in a carrot in 1940, it now takes four carrots to give you the same amount of magnesium. Wow. How much iron is in milk? It, it might take four or five times as much milk to give you the same amount of iron because there's different varieties of cows eating different feed than they used to eat. So I think they're overestimating how much of the nutrients are in the food supply. And who do we know who is not on some kind of restricted diet? 
Yeah. It could be kosher, halal, paleo, uh, keto, vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, whatever it is. Any restricted diet has challenges where you're missing potentially certain nutrients. Me being a vegetarian for almost 48 years, uh, I always knew I had to worry about B12 and to some extent protein. But over time, I've learned I also need to worry about where I'm getting zinc and copper and omega-3 and, you know, these other things. People on these keto and paleo diets and, and, and low-carb diets, uh, gluten-free diets, where are they getting their vitamin E? Where are they getting their fiber? Where are they getting their phytosterols and polyphenols and carotenoids and all the other things? You know, every time you look at a diet closely, you start seeing these potential gaps. And you're also, there's some people who eat extremely local. Well, what if your local soil is low in selenium or mm. some other mineral True. that you're not getting? And unless you're importing it from somewhere or taking a supplement, you're simply not getting enough of that nutrient. And neither are your plants, by the way which means the plants are not necessarily as healthy in producing the same compounds they should anyway. So I like to go off on these uh, adventures with topics like, why, you know, why do you, if you're eating a good diet, why do you still need to take a supplement? Yeah, or exactly. Uh -huh. What's the difference between all these different forms of calcium and magnesium, you know, the carbonates and citrates? What, what's the real, in, real data on absorption? Because I'm looking at calcium... Uh, carbonate, in some cases, absorbing better than calcium citrate, which people don't think is true. You know, they think the opposite is true. But if you have good stomach acid and take it with a meal, it actually can absorb better than the citrate. So I like to go to the basic training. The, what are amino acids? What's the difference between aminos and protein? And why would you take specific amino acids and when? What's the competition? So a lot of these are things that people in health food stores simply are not being trained on. Uh, there's no focus on that at national trade shows because they want to sell every speaking slot, and companies in general want to focus on products that they're selling and not on general topics that make people in the natural products industry more knowledgeable. You know, they're mm -hmm. not doing it all altruistically. Actually, I am. I'm... Uh, with the permission of my company, I'm doing basic trainings that do not advantage our brand over our competitors' brand. This is knowledge anyone can use, and I think that's important, and that's part of our golden rule mm -hmm. theory. Being from a private company that's family-owned and doesn't have to answer to pharmaceutical companies, venture capitalists, or stockholders other than family members, we can actually make decisions like that that benefit the industry or the individuals in the industry and to help the, the people in the stores and their customers, the consumers, rather than focusing on, I need to sell this product and we need to make this money. And it, it's really nice to be able to go to that level of, you know, they need basic training, we're going to provide it, we're going to spend thousands of dollars to do this at a trade show and give basic information to people that 
otherwise they would not have a source of. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and we don't need to market. We're actually not a market-being-driven company like many of our competitors are. So we can afford to use my time and our money to support uh, regional trade shows, et cetera, uh, or when I'm going around doing training store-to-store, to spend at least part of the time giving them some basic training that I think they really need and that they're not getting anywhere else. Well, I think that's really, really true. And, you know, it, it is, and I think as an industry, we're kind of guilty because we do focus on what's new and what's now breaking, and we do leave other things on the caboose of the train. Yeah, and I, I also like to understand how these things integrate. You know, I, I mean, I take pycnogenol, I take alpha lipoic acid, I take grapeseed uh, extract, I take a lot of antioxidants and things like that. I take some amino acids, but, you know, I'm also taking protein. I'm also taking a multivitamin. I'm, all, I'm covering the bases and adding extra, and I think that's an important way to look at it. Mm-hmm, you know, if, mm-hmm. if, you, if you're buying insurance, you know, why would you buy life insurance? You're buying life insurance not for yourself, for your survivors, right? But you're buying home insurance for yourself. You're buying car insurance for yourself, you know, at least partially. So, there's, you know, you're stacking on the different insurances based on what you need. And in the same way, I'm doing the same with my supplementation. I'm taking the Atom Multi for men, which, by the way, I, I helped design that nutrient profile. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I'm proud to take something I helped design, but then I'm taking uh, six kinds of magnesium, and I'm taking uh, all these other things with it just to make sure I'm getting everything I need. And, you know, being a vegetarian, I'm taking uh, omega-3 twice a day from uh, uh, vegetable sources, from algae sources. I'm making sure I cover my bases so that... uh, my diet, especially if I'm traveling and I'm starting to travel again, as I know you are, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I want to make sure my bases are there so that when I'm traveling and I have to eat what's on the airplane or the airport or the hotel I'm staying at has a, you know, a very limited breakfast menu or something, I can augment that with my supplements and the things I carry with me. You know, I always carry... Uh, uh, the raw energy mix, for example, from now when I travel. So I have uh, some fruits and nuts, and I have a snack. I have some protein. I have some uh, energy when I need it, you know, if I can't get something good to eat on the road. You know, I know this is going to throw us off topic, and we're running out of time real quick, but could you, somebody really wants to know this answer about your super enzymes. With food, during the meal, after the meal, before the meal, is there a preference? Uh, because it contains the pancreatic enzymes and hydrochloric acid and pepsin, mm-hmm. right. it has to be taken with a meal. Now, the timing is a little variable. If you are, well, I'll put it this way, if it, it tends to replace your own digestion to some extent. Pancreatic enzymes are known to taking orally, reduce the amount that you're producing in your pancreas. The way to avoid that is to wait about halfway through the meal and then take the super enzymes, the, the ones with the hydrochloric acid, pepsin, uh, uh, pan, uh, uh, it, 
it has ox bile, you know, but the pancreatic enzymes are the key here. Uh, you don't want to give it too soon if you can avoid it. Now, some people, you, you might play with it. Uh, try taking, if you're taking two with a meal, take one early in the meal and wait halfway in the meal or more. I, I typically don't like putting my enzymes underneath all the food in the stomach. I like layering it in the middle somewhere where I think it'll have more contact with all that mixture in, in, in the stomach. So if I'm taking an enzyme, and I use vegetarian enzymes, I don't use the super enzymes because I'm, I'm a vegetarian, but you know, I take our Digest Ultimate or our Optimal Digestive System with the little tiny capsules that I'll often use when I travel. And I'll t try to take that toward the middle or maybe two-thirds through a meal uh, okay. just to get it in the food and not under the food. You know, you don't want to just sweep it down into the intestine if, if it can work in the stomach and do a little more digestion before it hits the, where the pancreatic enzymes come down. Uh, so, you know, that is an advantage. Uh, if, if someone gets heartburn from taking that and the heartburn is delayed half an hour to an hour after you eat, that's an indication that you might not have enough stomach acid typically. So, you know, it's something to consider. You're getting heartburn because you don't have enough stomach acid. That sounds crazy, but the timing kind of indicates what's going on. If it's immediate, then you don't need the stomach acid. You don't want it there, the HCL that's in there, hydrochloric acid. But if you have a delayed heartburn, that often indicates that you're not digesting your food in the allotted time, and you need that extra hydrochloric acid to give it a boost. So you're just not, you just don't have enough. I see. Well, I, this was great. Thank you for, um, for checking into this. I, I really do appreciate it. And thank you for uh, answering those questions. People hold you in very high esteem and they, they, they want to go to the source. So thank you for doing this. Uh, always a pleasure to be with you and uh, look forward to the next time. Thank be you. well, my friend, stay healthy. My guest today, Neil Levin, representing Now Foods. Remember all the Now Foods products, everyday low prices at Stay Healthy Health Food Store. You'll see Now Foods just about in every single category in the store. So they are a great company, and they really do a really good job. And just go in and ask any questions you have. You know, the staff is so well-trained and so knowledgeable, they can help you out. Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Make them your one-stop, full-service location for everything health and nutrition. Now in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley, they are Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer. They do a great job. And they make it a lot easier because they, they kind of squelch the confusion. And they make things much clearer and easier to understand. In the middle of a very, very confusing, confusing world. Uh, so... Um, it's a good thing um, to go to stay healthy and help let them help you out because there's nothing worse than going through the motions of something and, you know, not really doing our homework, just kind of maybe jumping on, you know, feedback we're getting from somebody else, you know, all with good intentions, but then getting frustrated when we find out that it's not the way we should have been going and we wasted a lot of time, energy, and money when you could take a couple minutes, have a conversation, and then maybe be able to pinpoint your direction, a little bit more effectively. Stay healthy 
840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center, right on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right near Smith's. If you see Smith's Grocery Store, you can't miss Stay Healthy. Visit them Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. Call them at 702-877-2494-877-2494. Schedule mail order services. They can even get your order ready for you. So you can just swoop in and pick it up. How cool is that? I think there's a lot of good things coming our way. And I think there's a lot of great information coming our way as well. And I think the more we learn, the more that we plan, and the more that we really do kind of push ourselves in the, in the more knowledgeable direction, we're all going to be better. Because as we learn, we're able to move forward. We're able to see results. And we want to do more. Then we want to ask more questions. And that's what it's all about. Don't forget about their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Uh, listen to any of the radio show broadcasts. They're all on-demand podcast. You can also uh, print coupons to use in the store. And you can enter your email address to stay connected to the store with future newsletters and information. Oh, and of course, if you're on Facebook, like them on Facebook as well. They've got great information. When you go to the store, check out all the changes. They're really doing some amazing work at the store. It looks incredible. And you still got all that help, all that support, all that wonderful list of benefits that are available for you there. So go see what it's like to go to a full-service store. Some of you are old enough, you remember full-service stores. Some of you have not. Some of you were born into a self-service world. You know, let's, you know, if we could turn it back a little bit and hold on tight to those full-service stores, I think we'll all appreciate it. Because that's what service is all about and getting help and feeling comfortable and knowing that you're getting good answers to questions that are, you know, confusing. That's what Stay Healthy is all about. Remember, 877-2494-877-2494-840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center, northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right near Smith's. Don't forget to ask for a slip to fill out for their monthly drawing. They give away baskets and gifts every month, so fill out that slip when you're there. Check out all the Now Foods products, everyday low prices. Have a great day, everyone. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Remember to tune in Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. for the most up-to-date, relevant information on your health with the best guest in the industry, helping all of us to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. For your convenience, podcasts of the show are now available at my website, drjeffreyburke.com. Simply click on the archive icon to make available on-demand podcast downloads. Make sure to visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store for all your nutrition needs. Stay Healthy provides reliable, responsible, relevant service every single day. I look forward to talking with all of you soon.